didn't know you could dance. So you're dancing the other day on an Insta story to Wet Ass Pussy, sir. Everyone can dance to that song. Yeah, the way you were doing it, it was like next level shit. It's called twerking, mate. Yeah, it was pretty much that. <laughs> that it's, it's a very, very good song. Yeah, uh, I'm never dancing like twerking on doggy style, but you look pretty, pretty good. If you, if you have a couple beers, put that song on. You have to. You have to. And I actually, I think the person you saw wasn't actually me. I'm pretty sure it was you. <laughs> I, I think it was Maddie's boyfriend, Tom. I'm pretty sure I know that ass. Yeah, it might have been me. I always see your ass. So, anyways, roll the intro music. How's the goodbye, people? Welcome to the fifth or sixth? Six. Six? We're six in. No fucking way. We are. Six in. Are we six in? Mm-hmm. That last one was number five. Holy shit. Sixth episode of the Good Vibes Theory. We're getting there. We're getting there. Once we get to the 10 episodes, we're legit. We're officially like a podcast. Officially. Well, I mean, we're, we got a light and a backdrop, so we're pretty Still, much a podcast. We're, we're halfway there, but until we reach the 10th episode, most people, it's been proven that most people will quit before episode 10. Before 10. Well, that's how many? Four more. We're going to be there by Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Before the year ends. Easy peasy. That's awesome. I'm pr really proud of us, bro. Boom. Anyways, if you're new here, uh, we're all about sharing the good vibes with the world. My name is Nelson. My name is Maddie. And what? what do oh, we do we're, we're here to inspire and <laughs> we're here, to, we're here <laughs> to entertain and inspire and empower <laughs> one episode at a time. <laughs> we'll reach episode 100 and you still don't know what to say after Maybe that. we'll put it under the sign that we're going to get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can read it. Okay, so we're figuring out the backdrop. We still need a sign, which will probably take a little bit of work for us to get what we have in mind. We have we want something with lights and stuff, uh, but we will probably have to build it ourselves to save some money. A bit of DIY? Yeah. 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 Um, and, and this black backdrop is also temporary. We got a... Oh, yeah, we have something, something special coming, coming pretty soon. That will look a, a bit more professional, I would say. Mm. Oh. A bit more mint. What's been happening this week? Anything? Well, um, something very interesting happened to me surfing, actually, like three days ago. It was one of those situations where you first don't know what to think and do about it, and it really tested my character. You're, you're, you're describing a shark attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of. It was worse than that. Anyways, so I'm at the lineup. I'm waiting for a wave. Um, it's a pretty good day. Lots of waves. Clear, so clear water, glassy, you know, plenty of waves for everyone. And then this dude, he's sort of like more out there than me kind of thing. Then this wave comes in and you can, after a while surfing, you can sort of tell when someone will be able to catch a wave like you it, sometimes it's not about your skill it's about the position you're in like sometimes you could be way too behind the wave 
and not at the point in which the wave generates enough power for you to grab it, right? So sometimes you can be way too behind and then the the person or, or whoever is closest to the peak will take the wave. So I'm sort of here waiting. I see the wave coming. I watch the dude paddling and I'm like, no way he'll he'll catch the wave. Like he's way too up there. Sometimes, you know, like you can pull it off. Like, like you paddle like a motherfucker and maybe you will pull it off. So he starts paddling and I feel like I'm watching him. I'm like, yeah, he's not even putting that much effort on and think he'll make it. So in that case, you just start paddling. And then if he actually managed to get the wave, he will tell something on, I'll look back and then I'll, I'll like get out of the wave kind of thing. If you, uh, you, you will often hear people being like, oi, oi, or whatever. And then, you know, you gotta, you have to get out. I'm paddling. I'm not looking back. The next thing is that I feel a full hand <laughs> grabbing my ass, but like a solid ass grab. A, a man hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like a man <laughs> hand grabbing my left cheek. Bum cheek? How do you call it? Butt cheek? Butt cheek? Yeah. Whatever. And then, uh, like, it's sort of like, it's it's one of those areas where if you do it, you have done it to me, I've done it to you, it's fine, it's my boy, like, you know, I understand where where it comes from, the, the intention behind it, but it's when... Different intention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, like, upside down, so my ass is completely exposed like if you wanted to reach even deeper you could you know like there's so much you could do you're you're very you know helpless <laughs> defense def- yeah you were presenting to him exactly so this happens and i sort of like go like holy shit what's that <laughs> you know and then next thing is the dude grabbing the waves because i stopped battling after that ass grab right he, he must have been close he he had to be like really close, but we were like probably like five minutes, but five meters away from each other, right? So this really surprised me. So that happens, and then I'm just thinking to myself, like, who the fuck though he thinks he is that he's grabbing my ass? Like, you know, like I feel like why would you do that? Like I didn't let you touch my ass, whatever. So all these things are going through my head, and I'm just watching him go like on the wave because at this point also it can be difficult to recognize people if they're just wearing like a black suit like everyone so and i ha- i have like a orange very you know like bright shirt that day so it was easy to recognize me so i'm just watching him and i'm like what should i do what should i tell him like what 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 is supposed to be the reaction here right i'm just debating this in my head because i'm I'm mad at him, but at the same time, it's just like, is it worth it for me to say something? You know, like, hey, why do you grab my ass? Don't you fucking touch my ass or something like that? I don't know. Like, it, it, and then shouting that, and people will be like, wait, did he grab your ass? You know, like, it, it'll be so weird. So I'm just running the scenario through my head, and then it, this is happening in, in seconds, right? And then I'm like, oh, fuck it, I won't say anything. And then he finish like like his wave finishes and he looks around like trying to find me and then he locks eyes with me like probably like 50 meters away and he does something like what the fuck kind of thing saying like putting his hands up i'm like oh 
this dude needs a smack. You just grabbed my ass. I led you the the wave, and you're still mad. You're still trying to say something. But, I, you know, I keep it cool. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. The guy comes back. He's sort of giving me a look. It's like probably like 10, 15 meters away. I'm just like, leave it. Not worth it. I grab another wave. I get almost to the shore. I'm turning back, like, grab it because, like, I'm, I'm at at the shore so i can easily like just walk grab grab my board and go back to the lineup as i'm doing that this motherfucker is coming on another wave and he he sees me like he's locking eyes with me eye contact while he's on a wave uh, while he's on a wave and instead of just like snapping the wave and just going on the different direction or just getting out of the wave because it, it was already the shore like there's not much you can do he continues to come to the place that I am and he sort of tries to make a maneuver just in front of me. Kind of like, I'm going to try to hurt you. That's, that, that was the feeling I was getting. Like, oh, that's you, the guy that I grabbed the ass to stop paddling into my wave. I'm going to hurt you now kind of thing. That was the vibe. He makes a maneuver. I throw my board because like, he's about to land on top of me. And then get down the water. He obviously falls, and then he by by chance, like by by accident, he hurts his hand with my board, and he comes out of the water. Just I think he got a caught with the fin. I'm not too sure, but he comes out. I'm I'm in disbelief. I'm like this motherfucker really wants it today, but at the same time, like in matter of seconds, I'm I'm like no worth it. Grab your board, get back to the lineup. No fucking worth it to have a discussion with this dude right now just go i'm about to do that and the motherfucker starts yelling shit at me on portuguese so he was brazilian <laughs> bro i snapped i lost my shit i'm like yeah because that was like the third one i'm like fuck second one just leave it just go don't say anything and then he started like saying shit to me in portuguese which i sort of understand right i lost my shit bro i was like <laughs> Because then he's also like talking and kind of like, yeah, I can get right now in front of your face. And, uh, and then I drop the board and I'm just like, what, motherfucker? Come here, stay in here. And I'm walking towards here. And then he starts walking back to the lineup. Like he starts like, oh, wait, no, I didn't want that. You know, like, but kind of like still saying shit like in like in a small tone. And then he continues to share. I'm like. Let's fucking sort this thing out. Come here and we like, like let's get out. You need a smack. <laughs> and you know, like what a, an angry mother. Yeah, yeah. And then like, but then like we sort of he starts paddling, like running away. I go back into him, and then he he sort of calmed down and starts telling me everything in a different mood, but I'm already pissed. You already like make me snap. So I'm still yelling shit at him. I'm like, you even grabbed my fucking ass and I didn't say anything to you, mate. Like, you, you just want to smack. You're going to get smacked if you keep doing that. You know, like, and then like at some point I, I just caught myself like in, in a really weird mood that I haven't been in such a long time. I can't even remember the last time I was that mad at someone and yelling and just my emotions took control over me and instantly man like my self-awareness kicked in and i was like oh young nelson you still have so much to learn what do you get out of that right and, and like i'm i'm telling this story because as silly as it sounds that sort of ruined my morning because i i'm not 
like I realized a long time ago that I'm not here to hurt anyone or to make someone's day bad. Like I, I'm my my purpose, intentions, and what I'm about, the things that I do. I never have as a goal to hurt someone or to put someone in a position in which they're mad at me or stuff like that. Like, and I'm. I'm not trying to say that I'm here to make everyone happy because you can't make everyone happy. Like, it doesn't matter how positive you are or what kind of stuff you do. There will always be someone that is against the things you do and against your attitude. He doesn't like that. Maybe you're too positive or, or maybe, I don't know, whatever, you know. So, it. but it, it was that moment of like, holy fuck, I, my emotions to control me. Like, when I, if... That happened to Nelson when he was maybe 21, 22. I would have been like, yeah, motherfucker, you know, like, I'm better than you. I'm, you know, like, I, I'm baddest than you. The, like, you didn't, came, you know, you didn't do the walk. You just talk, whatever, you know. So I would have felt like, like a man or whatever. But now, after all my experiences and the more I understand what life is about and what I'm about... I just felt like shit afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like instantly, like my ego sort of felt good because we were like, yeah, he shut the fuck up. You know, like we got cool. control of it. Right, so, so looking back on the situation, now that you sort of had time to assess mm -hmm. it, I guess what, what would you take away as learnings uh, to apply to a situation like that again? And and this is the other thing. This is the other thing that I, that I mentioned this to a friend and then he mentioned this other point of view that which I didn't consider because I was just thinking, oh, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. Look what I did. You know, I made someone else's day bad and then my own day bad because I'm feeling bad about making it bad, you know, all these things. And then the other person was like, well, what if you just stay quiet? Like he just keeps telling shit at you and then because he feels he's so in control and he wants to actually push your buttons next time he actually makes sure, sure to hurt you. Like, let's say we end up in another situation in which he actually runs me over. Like I'm coming back from a wave, he grab a wave and he runs me over and that could be very dangerous. You know, like he could easily, a fin mm. can easily cut you once it has speed, you know. What about you had a situation, well, probably almost over a month ago now where that other surfer and you collided and mm. the board got damaged mm -hmm. and it was a strange sort of hostility. Mm -hmm. He wanted you to pay mm -hmm. some cash and you ended up deciding, yeah, I'll do that just to keep peace. Mm -hmm. And it diffused the situation. Mm -hmm. So potentially after that first ass grab, even though you were like, you know, you, you didn't want to say I was in the wrong, if you just turned around and was like, when you caught eye contact, just be like, sorry, bro, like, I don't know. Could you, if there was some way to diffuse it at the very start before you're sitting in the water, like sweltering. This, this is the thing and this is the difference between that situation. In that situation, even though the guy was very angry and sort of getting a little bit hostile, he kept, like he never touched me. If he touches me, I'm snapping. I don't care because you're, you're crossing the line. But... If, if you would sort of try to have some communication after the first alteration, it wouldn't, it may have not happened there, 
Or he might have been so angry he just punched you on the spot. But but this is the thing, and this is what I, I, I struggle with. Because on this case, it's not like he was yelling at me to get out of the wave and I didn't get out of the wave and then you have a reason to be real angry at me. You didn't even try. You just went for a fucking ass grab. You know, and, it, and it's like... But just if you, if you compare, just say the ass grab is the same as yelling. Technically, you still went in before him. You can be like, you handled that incorrectly, but I understand why you did that. Let's just say I'm sorry for paddling in on you and let's just call it a day. Can we agree mm. to disagree? I, ju I just feel like there's a huge gap between physically touching you. And it, it doesn't matter if it's like an ass grab or a slab or a head thing, you know, and saying something and yelling. Like, I feel like there's such a... It, it's gender gender stuff you know like men and women yelling at each other that that might there's a huge line between yeah. yelling and fighting and arguing to actually punch a woman or 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 even the other way around that might be his little power move though like if someone paddles in he just sticks a finger in yeah there probably and he's like oh, i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be a weirdo i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. stick a finger yeah. in there yeah, imagine. and no one and no then one i get raped in the middle of a surfing station <laughs> like what the fuck I mean, yeah it's strange it was it at snapper it, it was a diva have but, you seen this and, guy before no i've never seen him but yeah and he was a great surfer that's why also it, it, it's sort of weird to me because he's like you should understand by now that there are plenty of waves for everyone. And if even if someone does it, like every time you'll get someone that drops in on a wave and yeah, you might get mad or whatever. It's like, fuck, but it's okay. There will be so many other waves, you know? Uh, so, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He might've bloody, he was having a bad day. Yeah. Just, I, and, and then, you know, I start mm. picturing all these things like, okay, maybe he's just having a really bad day and he just wants to get out and relax. And then I happen to get on the wave of his wave, you know, but yeah, that, it, it was a strange thing. Cause if I take it back, I don't know. I don't, I like, I don't know if I was in the right to do that and then prevent the situation from escalating even more to make make him understand like hey if you want to take this to the next level i'm ready kind of thing you know like and not sort of like putting myself being like hey just do on whatever you want you know because you're in control kind of thing so mm -hmm. it, it was a bit strange and i wanted to get your opinion because you're very peaceful and yeah well th this is a different version of what i went through last week that we spoke about mm. and it was I arced up because of my ego. Mm. A similar thing. I I just thought the other dude was in the wrong, so I did mm. act. I didn't yell or anything, but I was being a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, um, you were being a dick, a proper dick. <laughs> in, in that situation, uh, I, I probably would have just like played the ultra nice like card. So it's like, if you are going to be a dick to me, everyone's going to look at you like. A big dick. Because if you were just like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. Plenty of waves. I don't know. I don't surf. So it could be different out there. But if you're just like, even if you don't mean it and it's sort of sarcastic in the way you're doing it, ultra apologetic. Sorry, bro. Like, let's just like go and have a good time. If he's saying, fuck you, motherfucker, you're a dickhead. Everyone's looking at him. Yeah, it's, it's hard to do when you got that adrenaline running hmm. through you. Um, but that, that's probably more so how I handle like aggression. I've never been in a fight. Yeah. You told me this. I'm, I, I haven't been in a fight outside a gym as well. Like Loki, 
luckily, because yeah, you will never want to be in that position. Uh, the the times I've been close to being a physical altercation, somehow it gets like stopped or or, or pushed away. Um, but yeah, you will definitely want to be prepared if it comes to that. Because Nelson will jump on you like a spider monkey. No. Like a chimpanzee. Like, like I feel like everyone should know how to defend themselves. I told you. Like, I feel like you should know how to defend yourself. Maybe in Venezuela. What? What? But, it, they, like, this is the thing. There's so many things that are out of, out of your control. Even if you are, like, super peaceful. Like, you never know when you will need to know how to defend yourself. Either, either to protect you. Or protect someone else? Potentially, I know, but how? At what, what length are you going to prepare for that in the event it might happen? Say in your life, mm. you might have to pull out some fighting moves mm. once. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not ever. Maybe. I mean, are you going to go train maybe you never need three it, days you know, a week? May, maybe you'll never need maybe it, but never. it's just that little peace of mind. And, and it's also like... like knowing how to fight learning how to fight it's not just about that like that's one of the way i see is like is a little peace of mind that comes with it but it gives you so much discipline and understanding human behavior and you understanding how to perform on the pressure like there's so much benefits to do martial arts um i've done jiu-jitsu especially i don't know if I, i've ever mentioned that on this podcast but we'll anyways, live stream so yeah. we'll live stream a fight at one stage between you and i <laughs> that'll be awesome yeah, yeah uh, if, if it gets a thousand likes i'll fight nelson i feel like you have never been into a fight situation because you're a very big human so just people straight looking at you besides Thinking like I'll, this guy is I'll very act, sexy. I'll act like I might do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you could easily fake it, kind of thing. Nah, I'm like, motherfucker, do you want this? You, <laughs> you want? You want to have a go? Oh, you want to have a? Nah, <laughs> nah. Let's talk. Because that, because that's what I feel like when someone looks at you. It's like, holy shit, this dude's six foot four. Like, I, I better be careful here. You know, like, I don't know. That that's why I feel like you're never being into a, a situation in which someone wants to take it to the next level maybe i don't know yeah but I've n- i never ever get aggressive either and that's the other thing yeah you're very yeah. very calm peaceful I mean, human yeah and i don't things don't bother me people can do things that mm. like would trigger a lot of people and i literally don't care mm. i'm like <laughs> <laughs> don't care like but nowadays it's it's hard for me to get to a point. Have you ever seen me like really angry? No. Well, this is something I wanted to talk about actually. Okay. And and it's um <laughs> drop it. <laughs> I was thinking about this after sort of after we spoke last week about the ego thing and I'd had a couple other things in my head mm-hmm. and it was all to do with sort of human instincts mm-hmm. and instincts that were developed through the course of our evolution. Mm-hmm. Right? So in a human body, we have uh, instincts and traits that are they are reflexes, whatever it might be, the flight or fight, the auto automatic responses to situations. Mm-hmm. And these were developed when we didn't live in the world that we lived in now. Mm. Because uh, say a hundred years ago, mm. right? The world was completely different. A, the technology wasn't there. Mm-hmm. B, you didn't travel everywhere. C, let's go back a thousand years right no one traveled pretty much there was some dudes going around on boats and that Mm -hmm. was about it Mm. 
So if we think of all these things that are ingrained from the 500,000 years, mm. one and a half million years before that through all of our ancestors, we don't need a lot of that in how we live today because mm. a lot of it is about survival, mm-hmm. right? Survival of the fittest. So when an instinct like that comes up, mm. there's a danger or a perceived threat or an ego thing of two, mm. two uh, males balancing their stuff mm. and this comes out of you, like you have to understand where that's coming from. That's coming from caveman days. That's mm. coming from like when we were living in tribes in the Amazon. Mm. So you look at it like, yeah, that's an ego. That's bad. That shouldn't have happened. But you're also fighting an incredibly deep evolutionary rooted thing that that was built in there Mm. to keep you alive Mm. and yes in the last hundred years it doesn't matter so much because we don't have any predators we don't have the threats that we used to Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to look at all the different things because it's not just fighting Mm. right if if we look at um say racism Mm. right when you look at someone every everyone's a human so we know today that it doesn't really matter what race you are. That's not really going to affect much at all. But when you look at someone and go, he's black, he's Asian, why do you think that? Do you think that because that's sort of how you were brought up? Or maybe, you know, my ancestors were on some fucking northern place in Europe and if some brown guys rocked up, that was probably going to be a threat, right? So if someone did look different to you, it was probably going to be a threat. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get everything you're saying. I'm just thinking that even though after the evolutionary thing can't be used as an excuse because then like people will be, you know, like, no, oh, no, no, not you an know, excuse. sorry, that was ingrained on me from the evolution, the no, way I reacted, you know, like. Not, not an excuse, but you can't, a lot of people seem to pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, no, right? I, I like definitely you look, agree that you look that's at a chick, one thing that we sort of have within us that yeah. you can't get rid of it, you know, like. There's so many things. Like, it's ingrained in you. Our perception of beauty, mm-hmm. chiseled, strong man. Yeah. No, no, keep going. I'm just always checking the time. (laughs) Our our perception of beauty with like some big, strong guy and a girl Mm. with uh, big bosoms, big childbearing hips. Mm. That was because that's prime candidates for mating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't pretend that doesn't exist. No, no, that's... Yeah. So, yeah, you can't say, oh, I choked him out and killed him because my instincts kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) I I killed him, my instincts, sorry. But but it's just an interesting... Evolution, you know. (laughs) Yeah, interesting thing to think of. And I wonder how many things are happening in the world that that have a basis in that that people don't really um i give give any merit to i i feel like even more than that nowadays it has to do with your own experiences because like now that i have let's say a better understanding of who i am all these things that i was mentioning if i go back in my life i'm like okay why why did i got so defensive you know, with this guy and then why in my head it's like if someone comes and grabs me or something, you know, that 
to me, that's crossing a line. Maybe for someone like you, it'll be like, oh, yeah, he just choked me or whatever, you know, it's fine. Like, we don't need to do this or whatever, you know. But to me, then, for example, it brings back a memory that I, it's it's ingrained in my head of being at, at high school and this a really big dude coming to me and choked me and I wasn't able to do anything about it. And the situation, it was because he was sort of like joking around, pushing my buttons, all these things. And then I snapped and I said something really bad to him. He comes to me, he starts choking me and he was so much bigger and stronger than me and I couldn't do anything about it. And it, I'd always come back to that moment and it's like, i I will never want to be in that position again. And that's why I started learning how to defend myself. And it, it has been handy many times. And like, and not to get uh, into a, like a proper fight, but to avoid a fight or to make someone understand, like, trust me, you don't want to get to that point kind of thing, you know? So it, it's like, and I'm not saying that I will come, you know, let's say victorious on any event that I get into but it gives a little bit of an edge kind of thing yeah well like you said it's peace of mind within yourself to know I just think it's not worth trying like putting that much investment into something that Mm -hmm. may not happen I mean it's Mm -hmm. the same as Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. should you go and learn CPR Probably because it may come in handy one day, but are you actually going to go and learn that I know skill? CPR. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and there's a million things that may or may not help you. Anyways, the learning that I got from that experience was that we got to be aware of our emotions. Um, best case scenario, not letting your emotions and or ego take control over the situation. And if you're going to talk you better be ready to do the walk as well you know like learning from the other side because being like what if i actually lose my shit and go straight to him and don't say anything just start like punching this dude in the face or choking whatever i have seen this actually in a few people where it's like they've avoided it yeah too long and they could actually they, they sort of need it yeah because if you're talking shit and you're getting away with it, it just gets worse and worse yeah, and worse. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes exactly. you see people, I know people where it's like, whew, he's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people, they actually need a smack, you know, like because they're pushing too many buttons out there and t- taking too many people it'll, to the limits. It'll come one day. It'll yeah. come. Yeah. But, yeah, whether you want to be the person to do it, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's no. not worth it. Because in the end, like I said, I, I was feeling like shit. Um, You'd feel I, worse, though, if you actually did it. Yeah, and what if I go smack him, then I'm feeling even worse than I was feeling. This, this, this was just me feeling bad because I sort of like yell back at someone, you know? So imagine if I actually do something. I'll be like, holy shit. Well, I well, this. Now you know that how bad you felt doing that and you know... You, that if you did do anything more, you'd feel really bad. Yeah. So just like switch back to that. Remember that next time you're in that situation. Be like, it's not not worth it because I'll feel real bad about myself. I'll have the worst week. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it was sort of another thing that put me in check of being like, yeah, you thought you're very aware of your behavior and the things you do and the things that make you snap and all these things. Look at you. Like, well, that's what I'm saying, instincts, right? You can't control all of these. They're going to come out of you in a millisecond and then it's up to you to think about it. 
real quick. Yeah, real quick. What am I going to do with yeah. this? What's going to happen? Yeah. I'm going to tear his head off? No. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. But that stuff's going to come out of you before you can think about a situation, mm. Mm. which, yeah, I, I think super interesting. Yeah, no, and, and look, I had the choice. Like I, I had, you always have the choice of how to react. It's not what happens to you, it's how you react to it. So you always have that ultimate freedom that even though someone else might be pushing your buttons, might be crossing some lines, unless like he's actually hurting you and, you know, putting your life maybe at danger or something like that, it's probably not worth it. That's what I would say. But like I said, like we're humans, we tend to fail sometimes to our egos to well, situations you're so. also like you're going to react a lot more to your surroundings right like mm. we watched that documentary the other day about the venezuelan prisons thing. yeah like let's go back to how they're going to react mm. their experiences leading up to something is not going to lead them into the mm. the conclusion where they're going to say let's walk away from this it'll be okay let's mm. be a better person mm. so a lot of what we think about in the first world is um, there's not really any threats, so there's no need for that animalistic mm. behavior. <laughs> Are you calling me an animal, motherfucker? Animalistic, caveman, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Fighting, scrapping. Yeah, okay. Um, anything like that. But once you take away this like fluffy cloud safety net that we have of our civilization, mm. we're still these animalistic humans. We have a, little, a lot of good tendencies, love, compassion, sharing, and community. But if you take away and we start, if we're hungry, if we don't have money, mm. like, man, we all have it in us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I just found interesting lately. I've been and, thinking and, about that. Yeah, and, and it goes back to what I was mentioning that it, it also depends on, on, like, the biggest thing to me, other than evolution, instincts, whatever, is uh, or the moment itself is the experience of that person, of that particular human. Because like you said, I grew up in a place where to me there are so many things that in here still after four years and a half feel strange. You know, like people just feeling like very safe and that they can leave all their stuff, you know, around the house. Even you today. Today yeah. you told me like, why are you closing this door all the time? I'm like, what do you mean? Because I don't want to get stolen, you know? And you were like laughing and saying you will be fine and i'm like i don't trust that Dude, you know unlock the door it's not even unlock it just he's got two doors closed and locked like i i, I leave my car unlocked some nights like i i know and to me that's still strange it's like how can you trust so much people in here but you know like it's it's our backgrounds back home that doesn't exist. That, like you can't leave your shit not even a meter away from you. Like literally, if I leave my phone in here and we're talking, it's gone. Yeah, that's it's happened too. Gone, we've been know? we've been out for dinner and we did it for my birthday. Yeah. and there was like three of my other mates there, and we all just had our phones like chilling on the table. And Nelson's like, why? Why do you need to keep them close to you? Like someone's gonna swipe them. Is it? It's just like things that because of my past experiences they're they're just there you know even like maybe you don't notice but every time we go around or we're sitting somewhere i i can't help to be checking the surrounding 
constantly. Like you probably don't notice or whatever, but I'm constantly just making sure no one is coming behind us. Like if someone comes and just wants to have a chat, in here it'll be like someone really friendly. Back home it could be someone like coming approaching you to steal from you or will have a knife in his pocket or something. So I'm very like constantly analyzing everyone and my surroundings and stuff just in case, even though I understand that locally I'm in one of the safest countries in the world. You know? So if anyone sees Nelson out, don't tap him on the shoulder because he's going to punch you in the kidney. <laughs> no, not like that. But like I'm, I'm trying to be very aware of my surroundings, even though probably I have no need for anymore in here. But that was, I feel like that was a, a good a good takeaway of that situation. So, Matthew, what has happened to you? Have you had any dick or ass grabs during this week? Look, I'll tell you what, no one's grabbed my ass that I doesn't approve of. <laughs> don't approve yeah. of. And anyone that's grabbed my booty this week has been a good friend, a caring friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this week was pretty mundane. Um, I can't really say... There's too much that's been happening. It's been very busy at work um, in terms of like obviously coming into the Christmas period, working in e-commerce, you got a whole bunch of stuff. Black Friday is is typically like one of the biggest days of the year online. Um, so the prep work for that starts like months before. So we're right in the heart of that. I wanted to ask you something that could probably benefit a lot of freelancers, content creators, or even people in general. A lot of influencers, content creators reach out to you in order to get like free shit from the brand you work with, right? Um, what would you say is the best advice you could give to someone trying to make a connection or build a relationship either with a brand either with someone you respect admire like how can you make an approach because i feel like 90 percent of people don't understand that for you to get something you need to give 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 before even occur asking so what, what has been your experience with that and what kind of, of advice could you give to someone in order for them to build some sort of relationship, either for work, either for someone that you just really want to, you know, like get to know or learn from them because maybe it's a really successful person and you want to have, you know, a chat or something. What, what sort of advice would you use, uh, would you give, sorry? Yeah, all right. Um, good question, Nelson. Mm. So pretty much I'm a brand manager for an electric skateboard company. The skateboards sell for like $1,500 to $2,000. Mm. So we do, We our inbox blows up on Instagram. We got a collabs email and it's always people asking to do one collaboration or another. Mm. And we, we have to say no to most of them. Mm. A lot of the time... So first of all, if I feel like you're not invested, a lot of people copy and paste stuff and you know they're doing mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. They're copy and pasting yeah, it sure. and sh just sh going to every single brand. So invest the time into um, at least personalizing it a bit mm. and do do something like that because if I feel that you're not invested in the brand in the beginning and you're just looking for a bit of free stuff, like it's it's a no. 
The next one would be the, sort of the proposition of value. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that they tell us roughly what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, hey, uh, I'll tag you on my stories when I use it and I'll give you a 30-second video. And I'm like, okay, you have 2,000 followers to begin with. Your content's mediocre and the product costs $2,000. I'm like, I could take that money and hire a creator for two days. And mm. it, so you have, to, you have to come to me with a proper proposition, mm. um, which people do. Um, and, and sometimes it's just unfortunate that it, it doesn't really stack up because, you know, we have a board. It's if we give it to you, there's got to be a certain return on that investment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we may as well invest that money into Facebook or Google ads. Mm-hmm. So if you can come to me and say, hey, I'm doing a road trip. I'm going away for a month. This is my portfolio of work that I've done with other people in the past. I don't have the biggest following, but I can create this, this, and this for you over the next month or two. Mm. I'm going to take it a lot more seriously because I'm like, okay, you've proved that you can create. Mm -hmm. You've given me the situation in which you are going to create it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're they're saying, oh, electric skateboard, I'm, I'm going away in my Tesla and that's a cool little synergy and we're doing this thing like that has happened before and it's just a good opportunity so i take it but if um i can't even tell you how many people say how many likes on tiktok for a free board <laughs> it means zero i'm sorry tiktok <laughs> means zero <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're <a> tiktoker <laughs> not even try <laughs> yeah so that's what i'd say it's it's pretty much about uh, put the effort in to to actually personalize it, but then have a legitimate proposition of value to show what you are going to give to a brand. Because if there's no value, um, or even if, like be realistic about your value too. If you think you're going to give eight photos for a set of headphones that are $500, that's, that's probably not in within the realm of what that company is willing to do. Because mm-hmm. they have to... Um, pretty much any stream of marketing they do, whether it's paying for pay-per-click Google ads, Google shopping, Facebook, uh, EDM marketing, uh, PR stunts, whatever it might be, every dollar gets a an ROI return on investment. And that's the same with giving away products. So the more expensive the product, the more money they're going to need back. And that's, that's just business 101. Yeah. Yeah, no, and the reason I ask that because it, it, it happens to me in a different way as well, right? I'm constantly getting messages of people being like, hey, can I have a video call with you? I just want to ask some questions. Hey, can I ask you about Australia? Hey, can I ask you about your cameras? Hey, can I ask you, you know, about how to make a YouTube? Hey, can you give me recommendations of how to have a podcast? And it's like, are these constant messages of, asking 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 instead of being like hey i love your content been consuming it for a while also you know really sick that you do jiu-jitsu and 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 you use sony cameras i actually use the same whatever trying to sort of make the situation relatable to you and then being like i just wanted to tell you that if you ever need a second shooter i happen to be around exactly goal, cause, you know like you're invest, providing invest some effort in what you're trying mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. um yeah a hundred percent and 
<laughs> well, and and I wouldn't say invest some effort. I would say like invest, 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 and then maybe you'll get to collect something without even thinking about it. You know, like the minute you just start getting into a relationship of this is what I have found. The minute you start getting into a relationship with an objective already in mind, usually most cases it will it won't come your way because your true intentions will pop up. Like will show up eventually and be like, oh, this guy's just pushing this too far in order to get X, you know? So it's it's like you have to build a genuine relationship and then from that it will come like it will give back without and, you even needing to ask yeah i think a lot of people really need to sum up um sort of have a realistic look at themselves as well mm-hmm. i feel like when i was doing the freelance thing i did quite well because i undervalued myself quite a bit mm-hmm. so when i'd mm-hmm. go into a brand i'd be like oh like i'd write a whole big proposal and i'd come up with prices that weren't that much mm-hmm. and then i'd be like oh like please mm-hmm. and then look at my work or whatever and be like oh okay that's definitely worth that if you know but then if you go the opposite way and you come in a little bit too hot they're not going to look twice and also the bigger and better you get then you can start slipping mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. I, I won't i won't say names but you know some yeah some of the guys that have dropped into our yeah. <laughs> literally message yeah like, like whoever you think so- is the biggest social media star has reached out to you yeah and yeah it's funny it happens as literally dudes with you know plus a million followers mm. and they shoot you an inbox and just say hi dot that's it that's yeah. it and it must work that they do it they, it, yeah, they must it has to it has to they send it to a brand obviously we got a big um we got a big investment to make but if you were selling i don't know say you were selling fuck headphones again mm. for a hundred dollars sure He's got a million followers. Just yeah, send him just one. So. so imagine how much free shit they get just yeah. by having the balls. Yeah. <laughs> to to send a text. Hi. 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 Dot. Hi. Hi. Dot. So, <laughs> oh, man. And sometimes, like one time, that, the one guy you know, yeah, I, I made him show a little bit more interest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said something like, hey, man, how you doing? And then engaged him into the conversation because like I really wanted to work with him. Yeah. Like he yeah, was big. Sure. But I just wanted a little bit more out of him. I'm not, and then he did. He did come back, and he was mm. a better person. Yeah, he was just testing the waters. Yeah, and then that turned out okay mm. in the end. But there, that, that's it. The bigger you are, like it might get a little bit easier. But if if you have, if you're new to the game, you're gonna have to work hard to get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's. I think we can summarize it with understanding your value very well, and then not even like trying to present yourself as like hey i'm this i'm that whatever because nobody wants to work with a dickhead as well mm-hmm. you know like even like even you you just gave an example of someone that you would be like fuck i would love to work with you but i need you to be nice that's it that's all i'm I, that's all i'm expecting you mm. know 100%. so it's it's like Try to be nice, try to build good relationships, try to put in the back of the car your intentions, your motives. Don't make them a priority. Make a priority to build a great relationship with that brand, with that company, with that person. It And this applies to love relationships as well, to partners, to all these things. It's like, 
How can you build a great relationship? What do you have to bring to the table in order for the other person to be like, yep, you're a great option. I want to try this thing with you. You've got to like, put in the work. Yeah. And that's put the, the something work. I'd also say is it's going to not pay off the majority of the time. That's I remember exactly right. I, yeah. I had a wholesale t-shirt business where I'd sell sell t-shirts and me and my business partner at the time had competitions where who could get the most rejections in one day mm-hmm. on the phone mm-hmm. and we were scraping instagram finding numbers calling 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 emailing emailing i'd find a brand i'd write an entire proposal it'd take me two hours send it off nothing but because i did it constantly there was enough to pay the bills and enough to grow the business mm-hmm. but there's going to be a hell of a lot of reject rejection mm-hmm and if you send off two and get two rejections, bro, it's going to be way more than that. So oh, keep it, pushing through. Yeah, because that, that's yeah. the other thing that I was going to add. Like, you got to be relentless. Like, if you really want to make a relationship work, uh, like a working relationship, a, a, a loving relationship, a friendship, whatever it is, you got to push through. You got to understand that it's not going to be always, you know, like all good and like everyone will say yes you're gonna get rejected yeah that's, and it's that's the and truth it's nothing personal no like no. i have guys literally with three hundred thousand followers message out to me and i'm like look okay we don't need to grow in the region you're in or we're we're not mm. interested in that industry it's mm. nothing against you mm-hmm. it's just not right for us it, yeah because that's the other right. thing like that's the other counterpart that we often do don't get to think about because we are too wrapped in into our emotions which we were talking at the beginning and be like wait why does this brand doesn't want to work with me wait why does this girl or boy doesn't want to be in a relationship with me i'm giving so much i'm offering so much and then it's just like it's not about you it's about the needs of that person of that brand of that business that simply at that point in time doesn't match with what you're putting on the table. I mean, COVID's a great example because we were, I mean, we were sold out of stock in most countries almost consistently for six months. If you're sold out because everyone's trying to buy electric skateboards, how much do you invest in marketing? Not much Mm -hmm. because you don't need Mm -hmm. to because they're selling anyway. What's the point of giving away anything for marketing? So it doesn't matter if the dude was super cool, Mm. the super perfect fit. Mm. The problem is we can't make enough Mm -hmm. stock. That is our fault. Mm -hmm. And the collaboration is not working because of our fault. Mm -hmm. It's not me, baby. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, baby. (laughs) So yeah, don't take it personally. Just be relentless. Exactly. Be relentless. Keep pushing through. Try different options. Reach to many people. Understand that rejection will always be there and you need to come to terms with it and give a little bit of, and this is what I've learned, that whenever I get, let's say, rejected by whoever is rejecting me, like a proposal, a, a gig, whatever, I just tell myself like, hey, it's fine. There's a lot of other people out there. There's a lot of other opportunities out there. And probably you're simply at the wrong time or maybe you simply don't fulfill the needs of this of this person, of this company, whatever. Uh, very occasionally, and I think this is a great idea, mm. you can ask why. If I say no to someone and they say, do you mind telling me why? I'll tell them. Mm. Like, yeah. And that, that's a great learning experience. And I think that's a great opportunity 
to get some intel of why can you improve if that's the case if if it's something that you could actually improve because like well, hey, most likely yeah because usually be. for example when it comes to like to relationships let's say you're hitting on a girl or whatever she doesn't pay attention to you very rarely we take the time to put our ego aside and be like hey let me just get some information of why it didn't work you know like hey maddie you know i've been a nice guy whatever i just wanted to know like what why did i miss that you you didn't pay you know like you didn't want it to maybe try committing a relationship with me or or what with a brand like you just said like hey just wanted to know if you could give me some feedback of what can i improve in order to get opportunities in the future or maybe to work with you in the future and then you'll get some feedback you know so it's i think, like, I think yeah. it's great mm. i did it on um on friday a mum mm. reached out because her son was doing well on tiktok okay and she's like oh i want like do you think we can do a collaboration he has eight thousand followers on tiktok yeah. i'm like everyone has eight thousand followers on tiktok <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but she, she sort of actually asked what what does he need and i i just wrote I took five minutes to do it. I wrote a little bit about what engagement means and what platform yeah. means and actually conversion. And at least now she sort of has a better understanding because she mm. was obviously hitting up brands blind mm. just because her, you know, her son gets some likes. <laughs> but she, she, she did ask why. And I'm like, cool. And I think that'll serve her well. And also understand that even if you ask for some feedback, you might not get a response oh, and that's not, okay yeah. as well. Like don't feel overwhelmed now because you didn't got a response, you know, like we're, we're coming up on the end here. So I believe you have some, you have a fact because that's what we do now. Yeah. That's why we do fact time. Yeah. My little fact from today, because I didn't actually do some research before the, the episode. I was like, Oh, what fact am I bringing up today? Cause I told you, and then you did, do the homework, I believe. Anyways, did you know that women are designed better than us at catching body language? I yes. think I've mentioned I this to you and I your wife this. below. And it's because their brain is like map different to to men and they they are better at reading body language and that's why women are better at catching when a guy is like telling a lie or stuff like that and it's not like a sixth sense so, so you know the the things that we usually say like oh yeah women can you know they have a sixth sense of whatever they know when you're lying all these things it's because their their brain is better at reading body language and without then even knowing this you know like they don't even understand they have this sort of like upgrade uh when it comes to reading body language and they just know inst like instantly their brain is telling like hey that body language is not right you ask him if he has fucked someone <laughs> and i saw this little tick i saw this little action I, I saw this little hand hand movements and stuff he's lying you know like he fucked someone in your face he did it you know so it's like and we men were not as good so obviously girls get away with more more when it comes to lying and shit like that yeah but it, it's not limited to that as well mm. like that's i think a lot of it's probably from their maternal instincts looking after children coming to evolution as well no not yeah. so much but you know 
women look after children. That's what mm-hmm. they've always mm-hmm. done. You need to know sort of what's up with that kid that can't talk. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, and that that's funny in the in the dating world. I guess I've been out of it for a little while. Yeah, which we will save hopefully for the next episode because I think it will be really interesting to give both perspectives because I've been single for almost my entire life, pretty much my entire life, and then you have been married for almost your entire life. My entire adult life, and I love it. So you're out of the loop. Yeah, we will we'll love to have a conversation about relationships and, mm. yeah, understanding love, all these things. Oh, love. What's your fact? My fact is that, do you know, it's about capital punishment, the death penalty, mm-hmm. because you did legislation last week as well. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I like, love getting into politics. We got to get into legislation. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what country was the first country to abolish capital punishment for all crime? Well, I have no idea, sir. It was Venezuela. Was it? It was. Were you typing, hey, Google, can you tell me facts about Venezuela? <laughs> uh, I did do that. I did do that. <laughs> and then did. I double-checked it. So Portugal actually came in first and and um, abolished it for like some crime but not others. Mm-hmm. But then Venezuela came in and said, no, all crime. And this was in like 1863, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then they also put a cap on the the sentencing so you couldn't serve more than 30 years. So they said 30 years is is enough and they put that in your constitution, which is interesting that they were so forward thinking with human rights. <laughs> yeah. And then we watched that doco when the guys are like, and now, I don't surprisingly, know. Surprisingly, human rights is not even something they, they know what it is. It's like, wait, what? Is this human rights? What's that? Do we need to respect that? <laughs> it's, Do we need to stick to that? <laughs> it's very strange, isn't it? Yeah, we could definitely talk about some other stuff that we saw on that doco. Yeah, we'll bring that in. But yeah, I just thought that's interesting that out of all the countries around the world, you, you sort of wouldn't imagine. You'd think it'd be one of the uh, well, Europeans love killing people. This is the Venezuela people. you and I know, but Venezuela years ago was one of the best countries, not just in South America, in the world, when mm. it came to living and, and like... Yeah, like for everyone, for middle class, for upper class, everyone. Yeah, I actually learned a whole bunch of Venezuelan facts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to drop one, uh, one more before we quit? One more, we got a bit more today? time. Um, it's it's the largest deposit of oil. Yeah. Which is why Trump That's liked well it. Known, though. Do you know about their deal with Chile? A deal with Chile. They have man. a deal with Chile where they, they send X amounts of crude oil to Chile in exchange for Chile sending them professionals to work. Well, that that's a, a bigger problem with Cuba, with fucking Cuba, where, you know, the Castro's, I don't know how much you know about Cuba history, but that's why um, they were like the mentors of our dictators, you know, Fidel Castro and uh, to Hugo Chavez and all these guys. And we get a lot of doctors and stuff from Cuba, which makes absolutely no sense. Because they're giving them oil. Mm. They try and get out of Cuba. They take the in to go into Venezuela and then they're not allowed to refuse to work. And it was a whole 
rabbit hole of YouTube. I didn't quite have time to get into, <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And they're the, um, but because of everything that's happening with the instability, they have the most. They took over Saudi Arabia as the biggest hub of oil, but they only produce a quarter of the amount. Because, I don't know, people are always going on strike and there's all weird shit happening. And and what you mentioned about the the oil reserves and all this stuff, it just proves that it doesn't matter if you have a country, a place, a person with the biggest resources on planet, on planet Earth. If they are put in the wrong hands, everything gets fucked. Yeah, which is... Yeah, it's really weird because obviously Saudi Arabia has a few weird things going on, mm. but they're a, a pretty good hub of wealth for everyone. Yeah. Anyways, oh. can we do, because uh, we are just in time, can we do a quick recap of the learnings we have from today? The learnings of this was... <laughs> What was your <laughs> you forgot everything <laughs> you learned. <laughs> great, Matthew. Thanks. Yes, yes. I'm, so I'm really proud this. of you. So glad we're You're doing a great this example. So we learned that we need to keep our emotions in check. Emotions in check. That you need to avoid violence at all cost if you can. And if not, well, you better be prepared to do the walk as well. Um, never think that there's not much work that you need to do within yourself. Like I'm constantly challenging myself to get better and understanding where I'm failing and when my emotions get control of me and all this stuff. But I thought I was at a great point in which like, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at handling my emotions and shit. And then this happened. You've just been away from a trigger for too long. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't exposed to a proper trigger maybe for a while and this was just a reminder that you need to continue to work with yourself. So, yeah, ne- that's an endless mission. It's a lifetime mission of keep working on yourself. So keep it up. Keep trying to get better. And then we learn that in order to build a great relationship, you need to invest, invest, invest. You need to put your value forward in order to help that person or that company or whatever you're bringing to the table without expecting something in return put your your intentions or your goals objectives in the back and and eventually hopefully you will get them without even needing to ask for it it'll come through yeah but not if you ever value yourself (laughs) <laughs> so don't do that yeah and then just be nice man just be nice because nice. mo- most that, sometimes that's all it takes yeah. a bit of humanity yeah so sometimes it all comes out not about how many followers you have how much money you have how many connections you have it's all about being nice sometimes you can get a great opportunity or build a great relationship just because you were a nice human so don't underestimate the power of being a nice person. I agree. <laughs> Anything Perfect. you want to add? No, I think we've, we've gone over our little hour, so we should Boom. probably wrap it up. Where, Where should... can people find you? Oh, they can find me at a guy called Matty on the gram. 
Yeah, and don't try to send him a, a DM asking for a board because it's not going to happen. Unless <laughs> Just you throwing have a, that out there. Unless you have a great proposal. Yeah, yeah unless you're pretty Nelson got Nelson got a free board. <laughs> yeah, but I worked for it. He did work for it because yeah. he came up with it. Well, we came up with a good proposal to yeah. justify it. Yeah. But he earned it. So that was earned. We can talk about that one on the next episode. Um, at Nelfalife on every platform, YouTube, um. And then don't forget to follow at the Good Vibes Theory on Spotify, Apple, Instagram, YouTube, pretty much anywhere you're going to watch a podcast. Leave us a big thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe and five stars if you want to go the extra mile and help us out on the old outro. Yes, yes. I did better than the intro. Yeah, that that you're getting better at the outro. Yeah, yeah. You, you still haven't written down the intro though. Yeah, I, I I thought it would be something easy to learn for it's you since easy. English is your first language and it's like I'm always my back second to the English name. thing. Anyways, it's a great excuse, right? We can talk about that in the next episode, but I love using that excuse. Hope everyone is having a great week because it's supposed to be Wednesday. So hopefully you will finish your week strong, motivated, happy. And if no one has told you today, you are freaking awesome. And beautiful. Keep pushing. Sending you good vibes. We love you. Yoo-hoo. Boom. <laughs>